Jessica Paxton here, host of All Wheel Drive, weekdays 3 until 7 p.m. on 95 The One, featuring an eclectic mix of great music, live in-studio performances, and keeping you posted about cool gigs around town. Don't miss All Wheel Drive on 95.1 The One. Real Radio, True Variety, 95.1 The One.
Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones, John Bonham. Mystical names that made up one of the most legendary bands of all time, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin was a once-in-a-generation combination, one of the most charismatic frontmen we have ever seen with a God-given voice, one of the most accomplished guitarists in rock history with a gift for both songwriting and producing, perhaps rock's finest utility man who can play seemingly anything and is a particularly talented arranger, and the drummer, a beast of a man who hit his drums with more power than anyone before him or since, but also had an unnatural sense of rhythm and nuance. Even more remarkable was the fact that these four men meshed together so well. That they are among the most beloved of all rock and roll bands is easy to see. What's harder to understand is the regard some of their albums are given. The first is a classic. The second and fourth albums are generally acknowledged as all-time greats. The fifth and sixth albums, Houses of the Holy and Physical Graffiti, are textbook studies in sophisticated rock music. Presence. Well, we call that one a cult favorite. And in Through the Outdoor, the final album that was not intended to be a final album is only a tease of what was to come and what could have been. But then there's the third album. Led Zeppelin III has been knocked down, dragged around, picked up, dusted off, and knocked down again. To some, it is a curious departure from the hard rock world that they did not create but damn near perfected. To others, it's a flexing of different muscles, a showcase of the depth of the band's talent. Zeppelin III is dismissed by some as a failed acoustic album, but to others, including the hosts of the weekly list, Led Zeppelin III is a fleshing out and expansion of a sound from a band that had only been together for two years when they recorded it. 51 years ago this week, Led Zeppelin entered the studio to record the bulk of their third album. Tonight, we are going to celebrate the anniversary of their work by making a departure of our own and focusing on this one distinct album that challenged the band's developing audience and 50 years on, stands as an essential component of that legendary band's legacy. Tonight, we celebrate Led Zeppelin III. My name is Rich Larson. This is The Weekly List. Well, good evening, everybody. You're listening to AM 1080, FM 95.1, KYMN Radio in beautiful downtown Northfield, Minnesota. Welcome to all of the new podcast listeners. Yeah. Thank you, all of you, for joining us once again on another edition of The Weekly List. And a departure from from <laughs> from what we've done in the past. This is the first time... That we, I or we, have ever just focused specifically on one album. Yeah. Now, I did a couple of Thanksgiving shows. A couple of Thanksgivings ago, I did do a show all about The Last Waltz. Right, but which was which was, but but it's a live album. It's a live album, and it had it's got you know however many different people on it. Um, this is about one specific moment in time for one specific band. Right and and, and uh, it, we're gonna see how this goes. This might, folks. This might suck. We're just, well, we have. We're, hopefully, we're, it doesn't <laughs> suck. You I know, sure hope not. But it would. You know, because I, I like the album. I I love the you album. Know? A lot of people don't like the. album. I know. That's what I find interesting. That's why we're doing the show exactly. Now, baby. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully, if us 
yammering on about this a little bit gets you to rethink yeah. how you view this or what you thought about the album or maybe you hear something that maybe you didn't quite hear before in whatever context yeah then great that's this is kind of one of those things one of my favorite activities in the entire world and you know this is to put a good album on a turntable or on the stereo and lie down on the floor in the dark and just listen to you know it. you know I, you know why i can't do that why? Because I have sleep apnea and I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, my heart races when I really hear something that's great. So this is one of those. That's that's this. great. That's great. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, you are going to hear the entire Led Zeppelin three album this evening. Yeah. So okay, what did we start with? Well, we started because that's not on the album. no, but it was part of the uh, the recordings, and it was. The unique thing about Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? Well, there's like there's a bunch there's of unique bunch. things about, about Hey, Hey, What. This um, this was a song written specifically to to be a B-side. Yeah. They, they wrote this to be the B-side to the next song we're going to play. Hey, Hey, What Can I Do confounded me for years because I- Oh, why is that? I, I didn't know that it was a B-side. And I just, I couldn't, I knew it was really? Led Zeppelin and you know, uh, the, the, uh, KQRS used to play that. What, yeah. well, I think they still play KQRS's, uh, uh, playlist. I don't think it's changed in 50 years, <laughs> but they, 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 they play that song a lot. And, um, uh, so I, I would go looking and you looked at all the albums the and albums. I was like, where is it? Where, where is, is it? Where is it? Where is it? I, could, I couldn't figure it out. And then someone said, it's B side. Oh, so I finally went and looked at the immigrant song single, yeah, which you could still buy in those days, yeah. and there it was, and and, that, and then and then the box set came, the first box set came out in 1990. It had hey hey, what can I do? And thank God, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's it's a song I absolutely love, um, and it's it it was it had to be for the for for the folks who had only heard immigrant song from Zeppelin three, and we should back up for a second, yeah. I hold that I don't think another band has ever had a better year than Led Zeppelin did in 1969. Oh, the Brown Bomber album, the Led they, Zeppelin two. They uh, they released Ooh. they released their first album in January yeah. of 1969. That thing is a classic. It is. And in October or November of '69, they put out Led Zeppelin two. Whole lot of love, <sighs> which I mean, is one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, when I go to listen, I, when I just need to listen to a Zeppelin album, I feel, just feel the need to hear, I go to Zeppelin too. It's, it's it, it, it was, at the time when it came out, people freaked yeah. because the, the level of heaviness, the rawness of it, yeah. that guitar tone, and then you get Robert Plant's, really, the best way to describe it is like a banshee whale. Yeah. yeah. And he is all over on that. And everybody's, Playing to perfection, right. and actually, I'll, I'll make the case that on just about all of these albums, they're all top notch. These these are well crafted studio albums, and that's yeah. Jimmy Page. That's Jimmy. That's and, the and, architect. Yeah, of yeah this. that's that's Page and to a lesser extent that, that that's uh, John Paul Jones too. But right, but um, it's, it's but it's Page. Page. I mean, Page was the guy who was like measuring out exactly how far he wanted the mic from from the bass yes. drum and 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 like page is a a genius producer yeah which w the thing is he doesn't do a lot of producing he no he, he basically pro he was he a produced, studio mu musician yep, himself yep i mean 
you'll you'll find the argument that's his guitar on "You Really Got Me" yes. by the Kinks. Yes, and he's done tons of that kind of stuff. And then you know the Yardbirds formed, mm-hmm. and he took over. So you know, yeah, yeah. the Yardbirds is a whole other. Yard, Yardbirds tells that for 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 uh, legacy guitar players. Eric Clapton quits. They hire Jeff, Jeff Beck. Beck. Jeff Beck quits. They hire Jimmy Page. Not bad, and, and, then, and still somehow the band imploded. I just, it, yeah. it, the band implodes, and then you get him bringing uh, Robert yeah, Plant, yeah. John Paul Jones, who was also a session musician, mm-hmm. and then Plant's good Plants friend like, John yeah, ba- I, I, Bonham, I, I, and they tour as the New Yardbirds, yeah, or, and the Knobs, and, and the Knobs. That's right. Yes. But but I mean they they fulfilled some of the right. leftover Yardbirds dates. Yeah. Anyway, so we keep going backwards. Okay. But my point is this: nineteen sixty nine was one hell of a year for Led Zeppelin. And by the time the year had ended, they were a, an established uh, rock band. Like, yeah. like you know, they were they, they were okay. So then they go into the studio, and well, before they actually, go into, this they, was they, they, this they, was they, recorded in Bronyarr. Well, it was written at, at. I think that they did some recording there. No, because and I'll tell you why. First of all, it's Bronyarr. Okay. And and Thank you. and I looked it up. I googled it, and I'm actually I've actually got an MP3. I'm going to throw in here at some point that t- tells you exactly how to pronounce the word okay. Bronia Broniar. I think is actually what it is. I have for 40 years. I've wondered how to pronounce this. I've, thing. I've then I've said yeah. it wrong all this time. Broniar. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's you. Oh, <laughs> Okay, so they they uh, they have to they they go they start writing and and Plant goes. There's this cottage that my family used to go to in Wales. Let's go there and let's write this music. So they go to this cottage, um, and it has no running water and no electricity, which is how I know they didn't record at Brown okay. because there's no be, electricity. Well, they but, w- but they they recorded it at another house using the Rolling Stones. Yeah, the Rolling Stones or, uh, mobile app. mobile stuff. But yeah. um, that was Headley Grange then. Headley Grange, exactly. That's exactly what it was. But my point is. So this is one of the biggest already one of the biggest rock bands in the world. The two guys who are 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 mainly responsible for writing the music go on this songwriting retreat and realize that there's nothing to plug into. <laughs> so the this album is largely acoustic because they just couldn't there was nothing for Jimmy Page to plug his guitar into and he wrote all these songs on an acoustic guitar. But at the same time, I mean, the album begins properly with Immigrant Song. And I want to talk about this for a little bit because I think that for all of the Zeppelin fans that had the first and the second album, when Immigrant Song comes on, it's almost like, oh, okay, it sounds like the natural musical progression from Led Zeppelin too, because it's got that whole bombastic thing. And after that when we're and we'll play it in order after immigrant song you'll hear friends and celebration day that was a what what was that <laughs> the thing that i liked about immigrant song and this is this is from my own kind of recent history when my daughter was born about mm-hmm. 21 years ago mm-hmm. she would have you know kids get this terrible gas pain yeah, and yeah. stuff like that and somehow it was always my job to be the one to get out of the bed at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning when Eileen was screaming, and so I'd have her over my shoulder. You, you know, guys, shoulder. You guys didn't take turns doing that. I we did from time to time. I feel like I did this a lot because that. I'm that's sure just, you did it all the time. But this, that's this, all I have to say about that. This is where immigrant song comes in because I'm sitting there going, it could be hours, and I'm walking around my living room, you know. 
patting my right, my daughter right, in the back, right. just like, just please burp, just please burp, so that you go to sleep and I can go to sleep. Yeah. And the thing about it, when I'm doing that. I want to listen to some kind of music because she's screaming in my ear. Mm-hmm. I always listen to Led Zeppelin, always, because <laughs> Eileen would scream in the exact same range and oh, Robert Plant was. <laughs> and so Immigrant Song was the go-to. Yeah. It was the perfect song and I would that think I would listen a, to because pretty, it was... That's a pretty good pattern to pattern. Oh, yeah, back. you go like this, and then it would be... <laughs> you know, and she's like right on, and and then all of a sudden you'd feel like the warmth of her puking down the back uh, of my shirt and going, "Okay, okay. well, <laughs> at fun. least that's over. At least it's over." And right. but then sometimes I'd let it go through like one of the mellow songs just right. to kind of kind of chill right. out. Exactly, so. exactly. This is that's what I think about at the very beginning. I love that. of Led Zeppelin three. I, I well, think I, about eventually having somebody, a small child, throw I, up down I, my I don't, back of my shirt. I don't shirt. have those kind of memories because <laughs> the songs I sang to my daughter were, daughters were like, you can close your eyes by James Taylor. Yeah, that and, never and happened I, in I my will house. by the Beatles. Those were the songs I sang to them, but whatever. That's, I mean, I, 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 there's no judgment. I think it's awesome. <laughs> no, there's your, a little bit of judgment. <laughs> I think that it's awesome that you sang your daughter Led Zeppelin. Anyway, um, I hear Immigrant Song, and in the first 30 seconds, I hear every last strength that Led Zeppelin brings. Mm. You've got the you've got the page riff, right? Mm-hmm. You've got the genius of John Paul Jones pl- playing a bass line that does nothing but add depth yeah. to that riff. It's not right? flashy. No, it's not flashy. No, it's solid it, though. But it, it well, it's more than solid. It so it, it enhances that that yeah. riff so very much. And then you you've got Bonham doing this yeah. I mean this crazy cool ass rhythm, right? And then on top of that, you lay the golden god, right? Right, the the, the banshee whale, the the whatever the hell that is, and and that in thirty seconds, man, that is Led Zeppelin right there. Yeah, all right, it's a definitive. And here's the thing: the a lot of people are going to know this, regardless of the age. This song was used in one of the Shrek movies. Yeah, there are oh, five used, year olds was, out there that know this song. Was, They're going to hear this on the radio tonight. It was in one of the Shrek tonight. movies. It was in Thor Ragnarok. That's right. The, the The movie that I think of, like if I'm connecting this song to a movie, is School of Rock with, with oh, Jack yeah. Pleck, which I don't think you've actually ever seen. No, I've I've seen that movie well, a couple of times. Well, I, you clearly haven't seen it as much as I have because no, no, you, I, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I. There's a I've great seen, There's a great little outtake from that. Uh, uh, from that movie where it's uh black jack black is is standing on the stage in front of the the assembled like audience and he is begging <laughs> john paul jones robert plant jimmy page and his jack black way gods of rock <laughs> we need your song because they had asked to use uh immigrant song there's a scene when they're in in the van and black jack black is singing immigrant song yeah. Um, and Zeppelin had said, no, you can't use the song. And so, so Jack Black is, uh, is begging. begging. Yeah. And it's great. It's just, it's fun. So, so anyway, immigrants, I, I, I was, I was doing a little research. You know how much I love Lester Banks. Oh yeah. The great Lester Banks, the, uh, the late great, uh, uh, rock critic of the early seventies, uh, and late seventies too, for that matter. Died in 82 or 83. Anyway, Lester Banks said about, uh, immigrant song. It has bulldozer rhythms and plants double-tracked wordless vocal crossings echoing behind the main vocal like some cannibal, uh, sorry, like some cannibal chorus wailing in the infernal light of a savage fertility rite. I don't, wow. Immigrant song. I'm not even sure what that means. 
<laughs> but it sounds right. Immigrant Song, 95.1, The One.
face is cracked from smiling All the fears that she's been hiding And it seems that pretty soon Everybody's gonna know was Friends and Celebration Day from Led Zeppelin 3 here on the weekly list. Tracks 2 and 3. Tracks numbers 2 and 3. <laughs> you you are going to hear the, uh, the the entire album and you're going to hear it sequenced as it was. Because why would you change that? Because honest to God, I don't like. I can't hear so, it in any other order. Well, sometimes I listen to an album and you really get to know an album and you think, you know, if I was sequencing that album. And this is what kind of a music geek I am. <laughs> I know where I, you're going I, on this. You know, I would have taken um, before they make me run, and I would have made that the second song, and I probably would have put Beast of Burden at the very end of the album. And you know, that changes the whole thing, dude. <sighs> I know, and it probably makes it a better album. 
Oh, here we go again. Okay, we're, okay, we're, no, we're not, no, talk, no, we're not we're talking not about talking some about girls. Some girls. <laughs> but but now I'm going to have to sequence it like that just to hear it, and so that I know how wrong. I don't you even. Are. I don't even know. I just was. I You're just, just was baking picking, it off the pick, head. picking something up. Um, but but I don't think anyone, any one band, ever like. And this was all Page. Yeah. Sequenced an album better than Led Zeppelin because we're just and, sitting there going okay listen to how the the album starts bang you've got immigrant song and then it goes into that weird friends where Bonham is he's not even playing his drum set that's a bongo and yeah. then you get these weird weird strings that are coming I love in, that just bongos, strange things bongos and a string section you don't hear that ever and, and <laughs> I would imagine you know we're we're a little bit too young sadly but when that album was first released and everybody, okay, you know, I got the Brown Bomber and, you know, a whole lot of love is what opened the second album. Um, you sit down and you, you start listening to wait, Led Zeppelin 3 let, and you're let, going, let, what's let, this song? Let's make this point real quick. Did any band ever start their albums better than Led Zeppelin? First, first album starts off with Good Times, Bad Times. Second album starts off with A Whole Lot of Love. Third album starts off with Immigrant, Immigrant song. song. Fourth album starts off with uh, Black, Black Dog. Dog. Fifth album, Houses of the Holy, starts off with Song Remains the Same. Sixth album, Physical Graffiti, starts off with Custard Pie. Now, Presence, <laughs> Presence, Achilles we call that, a, we call it's, that a, it's cult a cult favorite. Okay. But then, In Through the Outdoor starts with In, in the Evening. I know. It just, it's, 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 it's it, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, so, yeah, and that's, that's really kind of the, the thing about a comp tape. You know how to do that. If you're going to make a comp tape, you have a really good killer intro, one that just really says bang. And then, you know, there's a there's a form to it. This show is a weekly comp tape. This exactly. It really is. Yeah, it really is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. With, with a whole lot of BS in between. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which is you and me yammering. All right. So um, next up is, okay. Again, Lester Banks. Okay. Right. Okay. Wow, you're just gonna you're gonna channel Lester Banks tonight. That's <laughs> this good. Is, I this like is, that. This is the, this is my only other Lester Banks quote tonight, right? But but for as much as he loved Immigrant Song, man, he hated Since I've Been Loving You. And and Lester Banks famously was not a fan of Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And Rolling Stone magazine and and Lester Banks is mostly known for his work with Cream, but this this particular review yeah um appeared in rolling zeppelin Stone. never got good reviews on i mean it was like one in two stars at best and then it's funny in the revisionist yeah. history five five right four right, and a half right five right five. Right, right no 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 even no. presence got like four stars or something rolling's rolling stone had a private little war on led zeppelin yeah. and and the only reason they even ever got led zeppelin to sit for a cover story is because jimmy page kind of liked cameron crow yeah and 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 as a kid, yeah, as a kid, and um, so they they there was the they did the cover cover story, and then they had the photo shoot, and Paige is holding like a bunch of black flowers as his uh, yeah. sort of protest for for even doing this with Rolling Stone. Anyway, Lester Banks in Rolling okay, Stone go. Uh, wrote about uh, uh, since I've been loving you <laughs> represents the obligatory slow and lethally dull seven minute blues jam. Oh, ow. Lester. Yeah, on, on this one, I got to say Bangs is wrong on this one because this is this is a song that I love. I absolutely love yeah, the phrasing that Jimmy Page brings to the instrument. Yeah, I understand it's the blues, and some people just have a tough time with it, and it's something that you, you more feel mm -hmm. than you, you hear, I guess. And for me, I love the blues. I really do, and I learned... 
a lot of the blues stuff largely from people like Jimmy Page on this track from El- or from uh, Eric Clapton, yep. Jeff Beck, yep. all those guys. I learned it from the English blues, which is well, different we- than American rural blues. Well, that, but see, that's the thing. You're actually very much like a lot of American kids from the baby boom generation yeah. who what happened was there was you know uh, companies like Chess and and uh, to a lesser extent Atlantic Records had these had all these you know all these blues albums that didn't sell hardly at all in America, but for whatever reason would wind up in England as imports. Yeah, and people like Eric Clapton and Jimmy Page and Jeff Beck and 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 uh well just and it was it was largely the chicago blues which, which is chess. electric yes, yes it was chess, chess. records yeah, a, a lot of yeah, you're right howlin wolf and, yeah. and and muddy waters and chuck berry was originally on chess mm-hmm. um little walter guys like that yeah um and then once you get into the electric blues from Chicago, you start going back and doing the study back of, okay, where did that come from? Well, it all starts to come from Mississippi and the Delta. Where you, that, that was what I learned when I was traveling down there, that that's where you get to Robert Johnson and Stones in My Pathways um, and stuff like that. And that moved up to Chicago, plugged in, and then you get the Claptons and the Pages that go, oh, man. Okay, so yeah, the, all these kids, they discover these records, and then they start learning how to play instruments so they can play these these songs and they form out they form bands like the rolling stones <laughs> and 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 the animals and the yardbirds and 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 these were the bands um that were part of the british invasion and all they were doing yep. was was playing the music Oh, they that fed they had our heard, music back to us. And, and then they sent it back to america and all the kids went crazy for it when yep. it's all been sitting there the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. So Anyway, this is Led Zeppelin at its very core is a blues band. Mm-hmm. And this is um, one of their best moments in the blues right here. Yeah, and you, you've got everything from Plant's vocal delivery on this. Of course, Jimmy Page stands on his own with this, but all four, four members, you can feel, if you're really listening carefully, especially on headphones, which it really works, you hear them all locked in. And this is communication. Blues is really about communication between the instrumentalist, and this is pure communication. This is primal, ancient, primitive communication. L- listen, listen to John Paul Jones on the Hammond organ. Yeah, um, really acting as the glue, uh, just mm-hmm. sort of, of 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 keeping everything together. The, the the thing about yeah, I don't know. I hear that riff, and I hear that. I mean, to me, it just sounds so much like the Allman Brothers. Yeah. But but it's well, it's a sens- it's a very sensual sound. It is. It is. It's in you get the emotion that comes through, you know, since I've been loving you. You get right. there's so much being said there that's between the notes. It's not about the lyrics. Oh. It's in the spaces that exist. Just to finish my point, it sounds so much like the Allman Brothers. And the thing is, the Allman Brothers were an incredible blues band, right? Mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin could do the Allman Brothers. And the Allman Brothers, one of my favorite bands, couldn't do Led Zeppelin. Right. Yeah, that just it just shows the the uh, depth and breadth of this band. All right, so uh this is Since I've Been Loving You from Led Zeppelin 3 right here on 95.1 KYMN The Uxi.
John Bonham didn't write a whole lot of songs. He doesn't have a whole lot of writing credits on, all on his own uh, in Led Zeppelin, but uh, that was one of them. That was Out on the Tiles. Oh, man. And that whole thing, I mean, it gets into that. The chorus is so really catchy for my point. You know, the, yeah. you know, the, um, what's the lyric? You know, the, ah, oh, all of a sudden I'm having a mind blank. You know where the chorus is. That all I want from you. That right, part. That's right, just right, like, right. Oh, it comes in so strong. And and when Bonham played to get a sense of his sound, the the drumsticks that he played. A lot of people use what's A five, which is right. kind of your standard drumsticks. He used something that was referred to as the as trees. Trees. Yeah. And they were the thickest possible drumstick that you could get. And the guy would still break them. Yeah. He'd still break them. <laughs> that's how hard he'd hit. And I mean. Just about everybody plays with A5s, and that's that's kind of the standard. And he's got these these trees, and he's breaking them. And you can hear that on a song like Out of the Tiles, where that comes from. Right. There are some legends about Bonham, and I don't – like, some people have, have refuted them, but I don't I – don't, like, I'd heard – I've read in more than one place that Bonham used to line his drums with tinfoil. Yeah, to, okay. yeah, he did at the bottom. The, but of the... then I've I've also read that no, it's just an urban legend. He didn't do that. If and, you listen to the snare, it's there's there it is. Yeah, you can hear it. And I've also heard that he didn't actually play with trees. He played with regular sticks oh, too. Oh come on! I mean, no, you know what? Even if none of this is true, leave the legend <laughs> exactly. of John Bonham alone. Exactly. You know, sometimes a story is just a good story. It's just so a just good story. just. Just let the story be. Exactly. And, you know, John Bonham was one hell of a good story. Oh, he was a great story. Right up until the very end. Well. Yeah, that, he, that part sucked. Yeah. And and I still, it's weird, I still remember the day that that happened. Because really? I was I was living in Virginia Beach at the time. And I was in junior high, loved Led Zeppelin. There was a great radio station called K94 that mm-hmm. broadcast deep from the heart of the Great Dismal Swamp, uh, <laughs> a DJ by the name of Zonar. Okay. And so anyhow, I was listening in the morning, and they, they were just playing Led Zeppelin, which was kind of their want. I'm like, okay, it was pretty typical. I go over to my friend Jeff Mount's house, and Jeff and I always met. I went over to his house, and the two of us would walk to the bus station together. And he goes, dude, John Bonham died. And I went, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, they were talking it on K94. And I went, no, they were playing Zeppelin. And he goes, yeah, that's why. And and that was, I think that that was before John Lennon. Uh, it was, because John Bonham died on September 25th, 1980, right. and Lennon died December, December. 4, December 9th. December no, 7th. December 8th. Or 8th, 8th. December we're 8th. both wrong yeah. on that. Uh-huh. But, but so I was not... a familiar with the idea right. of a rock star dying and so this whole thing and, and yeah. then it was a couple days later that led zeppelin announced they're breaking up because yep. they could not continue as right. they were right. the spirit of bottom right. was gone right and you hear that in his playing on stuff like moby dick and mm-hmm. out on the tiles mm-hmm. so man yeah. I just having heard that song just now do you know how where I'm saying that sometimes I'm lying on the floor listening to music yeah, and I yeah, vibrate yeah. and stuff? Yeah. I'm vibrating now. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're buzzing right now. Um, and I hate to I hate to kill your buzz, but we got to talk about Edmund Brewing. So that's also a different kind of buzz. Yeah, truth. So we're staying. We're we're maintaining the buzz. We're going to keep the buzz going. <laughs> uh, so thank you to Laura and Derek Myers for supporting the show and making. Uh, uh, the weekly list possible. They also, by the way, make Eminent Brewing possible because they own Eminent Brewing. Perfect. See how well that works? It just works out really well. How convenient. Um, okay. I'm going to read this uh, this page that okay. I've got in front of me that I, I wrote like three weeks ago and I keep editing. So, so 
That's what it says right there. So, oh, just like that? Yeah. Oh, nice. Spring is in full swing. It has sprung. This is the good stuff. It's still not a haiku, but whatever. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. last week. It's, it wasn't. <laughs> okay. No matter task, how many times you, I read it, it's never going to be a haiku. <laughs> next week, turn that into a haiku. Make it a haiku. You know, make it a haiku. I, you know what, that, that, do, something, do something with it, Rich. You know You're what? a writer. Come on, dude. I don't know that there's space next week even. Like, we're going to talk about it next week with the topic we got coming oh, up. Oh, yeah, you're right. We, I'm gonna, we're going to have about 30 seconds to talk about him and brewing. Okay, well, then two weeks. Then just do the whole thing in a haiku. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's only got three li- couple lines. Here. Week after next is going to be the haiku show. <laughs> You're killing me. Spring is in full swing. It has sprung. This is the good stuff. The patio at Imminent Brewing is now open. And if you can't find a seat on the patio, there are a few seats available in the tap room as well. Now, there are still rules to follow. You have to check in at the bar and someone will seat you. You have to wear a mask. And when you aren't sitting at your table, oh, you have to wear a mask when you aren't sitting at your table. And if you do have to get up and wander around, put the around, mask on first. Put the mask on first and then get up and wander around. Yeah. Nobody does that. Everybody should do that. Just do it. God, you guys were so close. Just just wear a mask. I got my second shot this week. Congratulations. I'm excited about I got about mine this. last week. I'm super excited yeah. about this. Yeah. Um, you have to give your contact information uh, because seeing is limited. They are asking that you enjoy yourself, but uh, don't stay more than an hour or so. Got to share. Because... Because that's what Sesame Street taught us. And Mr. Rogers also that. Absolutely. You know, it's such a good feeling. feeling. Very good feeling. Uh, There is some news, though, that's going to make everyone really happy. This is this is the new part. This is the new part? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm you have my rapt attention. Beginning tonight, as you are listening to the show, Imminent Brewing is still open. They are extending their hours. What? To 8 o'clock on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. I can't stay up that late anymore, Richard. <sighs> Neither can I, but that's a different <laughs> conversation. Uh, it's, it, we're, what we're doing here is we're just taking one more baby step in the direction of normalcy, folks. So just I man, like how that sounds. Hang in there, okay? All right. So if you can't find a place to sit down, you can still get good beer to go. You can buy yourself a growler, which is four full pints of beer. You can get a howler, which is about the size of a mason jar. Um, they have a great beer on, they have a lot of great beer on tap right now. There's the morning zoom, which Man. Is, it's almost gone. They're on their last keg. They're going to run out of it this weekend. I got mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a chocolate coffee stout. I'm going to miss it like crazy when it's gone. You're going to miss it like crazy. This has been my like, Hey, well, for three months I've been handing you a growler <laughs> like, of this stuff just to get fantastic. you to come down and do the show with me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, now. <laughs> then who knows? Uh, okay, I'm I'm willing to try other things. This is the thing they've got oh, so many different well, and, stuff and, and that you've y- described. Y- next uh, next up, you're going to get some uh, missing link dark lager, but we'll get I'm to l- that in yeah, a second. We'll... Yeah, um, Canna River Pale Ale, Dragon Squirrel Juicy IPA, Quick of the Red IPA, uh, Long Hall Vanderwall Nordic Strong Ale, which is the only Nordic Strong Ale in the, the universe. And if you're going to listen to a song like Immigrant Song. You should be listening. Oh, you should be drinking a Long Haul Vanderwall Nordic, Nordic Strong, Strong Ale. Wow, that, that, that was that, a really nice. That's like a musical Nordic well, Strong Ale. Yeah, because that's, I mean, especially they talk about Valhalla and all that yeah, kind of exactly. stuff. So you should be drinking it. Come Why are you not drinking a Nordic Strong snow, Ale right midnight now? Midnight sun where the hot springs flow. It's about drinking a Nordic Strong Ale in the hot spring. A, it's actually about the Long Haul Vanderwall. Really, when you get right down to it, that's what the that's the secret meaning. That's the backwards masking message on that. 
Buck naked in a hot spring, drinking a beer. Drink long haul Vanderwall. <laughs> I love it. Drink. That's that's I backwards. Love it. Play it backwards. Uh, there's this thing called the Missing Link uh, Dark Lager, which is really good uh, for a very limited time. They have the Fellwalker Old Ale, but more importantly, they have they found a keg of barrel aged Fellwalker. Which is I thought you said last week that they found these things and that they were probably gone. Are there still? You'll notice. Around? You'll notice that I'm not. I did not talk about the Russian Imperial Stout. Oh, so that. Gone. Uh, All right. Gonzo. And Ba-dum-bum. and the Phil Walkers are next. Anyway. Um and more 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 breaking news. Uh the weekly list has learned that the Wolf Creek that Wolf Creek IPA is back on tap. Oh wow. As of today. Really? As a matter of fact. And if you know it's probably quarter to eight right now, something like that. It's probably a past last call, but uh, it's almost eight. Well, if you run, okay, no, no, it's, it's past last call. But so tomorrow, oh, yeah, I suppose go yeah. get a Wolf Creek because you know it's not quite as hoppy as the Quick and the Red, um, but with a little more bite than the ever popular Dragon Squirrel. Uh, this is for those Goldilocks connoisseurs who like things to be just right. The the Goldilocks connoisseur. Yes. What kind of sewer is that? <laughs> I ain't no connoisseur cat. What kind of sewer is that? Sorry, we had to go with the replacements there. Food this week. <laughs> our dear, dear friend, Norris Hemingway, is bringing her oversized personality and her amazing crew to imminent tomorrow, along with her truck. So Norris Cuisine will be there on Friday. Saturday. I'm super excited about this because this is... S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. This is D-A-Y. Night. night. Uh, th- Saturday night's the night I'm working at imminent. Um, my pals, Chaney and Carrie and Leo, are back with the incredible Russell's Traveling Cuisine, my favorite food truck. Oh, cool. Russell's Traveling Kitchen. It says here cuisine, but it's actually Russell's Traveling Kitchen. I'm like, I'm like, I like to use the word cuisine. I'm like, uh, what's his name from Anchorman? Ron, uh, Ron Ron Burgundy. Burgundy. I'll just read whatever you put in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then don't read the next paragraph because I did some writing. (laughs) Stay classy, San Diego. Uh, and, And then on Sunday, the wonderfully understated Northwoods Fair of Deep Roots Concessions. So things are back. They're loosening up. Spring has sprung. Hours are uh, uh, extended. Uh, if we all behave and follow the rules, it's only going to get better from here. I can't wait to see to find out what you're going to say next week. You know, it's like we've moved on to eight fifteen or eight twenty. Don't push it, Moyer. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying. I'm ever the optimist. I know you are. I know you are. Imminence open Thursday and Fridays from four to eight. I love. I like the sound of that. Four to eight. Four to eight. And Saturdays from two to eight. And on Sundays, Ooh. 2 to 7. Right? See, that's great. Yeah. That's great. As always, all the information you need can be found on the Imminent Brewing website at imminentbrewing.com. Yeah, that's that's great. You know, well, I guess we're not going to you're not going to read that next week cuz you just trashed it. Well, I'm going to change it for next week. Well, yeah, that's right. You're going to write it as a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, I can't do that anymore. It's like 5th grade. Who wrote Gallus Poll? Uh, I think that was Page and Plant, wasn't it? No. Nobody knows. It's a trick question. Nobody knows because Gallus Pool was a, uh, a folk song. Oh. I think. It... Well, now, <laughs> now I'm going to look it yeah. up because I've got the stuff right here. I actually saw Robert Plant um, play Gallus Pool uh, for the first time in, well, it would have been about 10 years. I saw him uh, at, uh, uh, God, was it the Met Center? Uh, what it would have been the Met Center. Gallows Poe. Poe. Traditional, arranged by yeah, Jimmy Page okay. and so, Robert yeah, Plant. Yeah. So it, yeah. they, they had their fingers in it. They, right. You know, it was right. arranged. Right. Anyway, um, 
I don't know what else to say about this song. It, um, it's it's a cool song, and it it it, it it's, it's it's to me this is like the um, like I love hey hey what can I do? It's my one yeah. of my, my favorite, and and you know immigrant song is like this just pinnacle in Led Zeppelin's catalog, right? But if you want a song that is like most representative of Zeppelin three, I think it's probably this it, one. It it very well might be. And one of the things about this is. Led Zeppelin got back together in 2007 for mm-hmm. a, for a show mm-hmm. at the O2 yep. in London. Yep. Um, however, in the early 90s, Plant and Page yes. did get together, the two of them, yep. and they put out two records. Yep. It was just Plant and Page, and I know that they toured mm, on they the did. second one, the, the they Clark played, Sale. They played at Target Center. Yeah. Now, the thing about it, off that first one that they did together, the No Quarter album... Yep. They basically kind of redid Gallo's Pole, yeah. and it was yeah. completely cool. different. It was completely different than what we're going to hear right now. Also well worth looking. So look for the page and plant, or the plant and page, um, uh, No Quarter, and then yep. the other one was, uh, wa- was it Walking to Clarksdale? Yep. Because I remember listening to that album when I was in Clarksdale, Mississippi, eating barbecue at Abe's right on the intersection, Very and nice. then getting the worst freaking food poisoning <laughs> that i was dead in new orleans like the next door in nolens you listen to to walking to clarksdale in clarksdale yeah that's cool just I, because I, it, you know hey i once why not? i once drove to nebraska to listen to the bruce springsteen's album nebraska last time i was driving in in nebraska to go to um red rocks i listened to nebraska the whole way it was amazing and in the movie leaving las vegas i saw it in las vegas great okay well the the whole Nebraska thing, it started raining, and my windshield actually oh, wow. looked like That's the cover. That's really cool. And then at the very end, you know where the song Reason to Believe comes out? Yeah. Right when it starts getting into the hopeful part of that? That dug it up and run. The, the, the sun came out. No kidding. The entire record, when I started the record to when I finished, was a storm. And that windshield... I, I, it was like the cover of the Nebraska album. Has nothing to do with Led Zeppelin. I just thought I'd tell that. From 1970, Led Zeppelin 3. This is Led Zeppelin with Gallows Pole right here on 95.1 KYMN, The One.
From our featured album tonight, Led Zeppelin Three, that was Tangerine. Now, I got to be honest, Rich, that is probably one of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs of all time. I mean, that twelve-string is just perfection. It's it's got this kind of sharpness to it, and I even love that little kind of fake intro at the beginning. You get that kind of rawness and you know, false start. And man, that that's just gorgeous, and it. I remember we we love the movie Almost Famous. Yes, yes. And I was so enthralled in that movie and the Tiny Dancer and everything. And then at the very end, right, when well, Russell, what do you like about music? To begin with, to begin with, everything. And then it goes into this song. I'm in the theater watching this, and I went, oh, yeah, and it it yeah. became so obvious to me that. That was the only song that they could put in that moment. And the thing about it, you know, Led Zeppelin, we talked a little bit about Immigrant Song and, and School of Rock. Um, and Immigrant, like Led Zeppelin has been very, very, very protective oh, of absolutely. their music uh, since they broke up. And they haven't allowed a lot of licensing at all. Um, we talked that you know, Jimmy Page likes Cameron Crow. Um, I think there's three songs, uh, in, yeah. three Zeppelin songs. In, in, and they tried to get, uh, Stairway to Heaven, and and Paige was like, no, you can't have that one. Well, you know, Almost Famous is really, it's about as autobiography, Stillwater yeah. is Zeppelin. Well. It, to some degree, Russell Hammond, to some degree, is kind of Jimmy Page. Well, I've always put that kind of thing. We're going to We're, we're not going to have that. We're not going to have that. We're not going to have that debate but, tonight. But, but yeah. the song Tangerine is everything that I love about that aspect of Zeppelin. And this is what makes Zeppelin Three such an important...
important album because the first two are so hard rock and everything. Mm-hmm. This is where yeah. Zeppelin started showing the depth. They exactly. started they started showing the acoustic sides. They started showing these just grand sounds mm-hmm. that came about in three, and it made four. Or untitled, or whatever you want to call it, the it's sticks. Four. It's commonly um, known as Led it, it, it made that possible. It set the stage for that. And my favorite album was always Houses of the Holy. Right. And so it made that possible. You don't have a song like Over the Hills and Far Away if you don't have Tangerine beforehand and you don't have some of the other hard rock stuff. It sets House, the table. Houses of the Holy. You know, actually, I, all week long, in between, like, listening to Zeppelin Three. I've been listening to Rain Song a ton. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And, and, and it's because, like, I listened to all these, th- this whole album, uh, Zeppelin Three, and for whatever reason, Rain Song just kind of works its way into my head, too. Yeah. And it just, yeah. Well, it, it's funny how, how we came about to do this show on Led Zeppelin Three. Right. Kind of started with this because you had placed something off I, of In Through the Outdoor. I, I, put, and, uh, and, I, I posted uh, In the Evening. Yeah. yeah. And, and so we're sitting here and talking, you know, we should do a Led Zeppelin show. Yeah, we should. And all of a sudden, I said, well, I'm, I'm going to definitely do Tangerine, because that has to be on there. And you said, no, you can't do that, because I've got Immigrant Song, and we can't do a whole, I, I, a, a whole show about just Led Zeppelin III. I was going to want to have... Well, have why not? Yeah, I was going to want to have Immigrant Song. I was going to want to have the next song. Okay. And, and I wanted, hey, hey, what can I do? So <laughs> I finally... Like, like, well, so why can't we just cu- do it on the whole of, album? A couple of days see. later, I called you up and said, what do you think about just doing a Zeppelin three show? It's a cop-out because we couldn't... <laughs> there's there's <laughs> no way that we can do a Zeppelin show right. with just... You can't. You, you it, can't. The, the, the topic is too it's big. It's too big. It's just too big. So maybe what... Okay, let's focus on three <sighs> just because it three is the bridge that takes you from one and two right. on to physical graffiti yeah. and to yep. All, yep. everything yep. else. Yep. You have to have this. And it's it's weird that it's probably their least selling album other than Presence, perhaps. Yeah. The cult favorite. The cult favorite. Yeah. But you had a major monster band, and then all of a sudden they put out this thing, and people just kind of went... Well, I like immigrant song. I don't know what to do. Exactly. Exactly. It took it took twenty it took years for time. a lot of people to figure out that this is a really good album. Yeah, and it's it's an outstanding, outstanding album. So it's yeah. a joy to to be able to play these songs and to talk about this because right. I don't hear a whole right. lot of people doing that. I'm just going to tease this real quick. Okay. We think Led Zeppelin's a gigantic topic, without telling <laughs> you folks what next week is going to be. Oh wow. Next week is going. Is it, 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 it? It's ridiculous. I I don't know how we're, like, we're bringing in somebody. We are. We're, we're, we have to bring in. We're somebody. bringing in a ringer too for that. Yeah, matter. we are. Um, but but uh, like I just want to prepare folks right now. Next week might go three hours. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Brew some coffee. Yeah, exactly. Get an extra bottle you of know, wine. Set aside. Set aside maybe three hours. Not like over three days. Well, like and that. for for the podcasting people. We've got your entire week commute covered exactly. for the following week. Exactly. You'll, you'll hear us on the way in. You'll exactly. hear us on the way home every God. day, Monday through Friday. God, I hope we don't go three hours. <laughs> anyway, okay, so. It, it could happen. It's probably going to happen. You were talking about Plant and Page. Yeah. Um, I did an unplugged show uh, a little over a year ago um, before you joined in. Okay. And uh, um, it was in January of last year. Um, and I was I was just looking for different things, and 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 Page and Plant had done an MTV Unplugged, right? And I watched a little bit of it, and this next song was a song that I had not really appreciated 
very well at all until I heard them do this song on their Unplugged. Uh, okay. And I played that version on the Unplugged. Uh, From the No Quarter yeah, album. Yeah. Um, this is an absolutely gorgeous song. And it, it, uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got to say about it. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. Hopefully people will go and listen to the, the album start to finish right. without With, us without chatting us, yeah. in between this, <laughs> because going from tangerine into that's the way yeah. is really pretty magical, yeah. but we have to cut these things so that rich and I can just yammer because we have to indulge ourselves because we have all these things to say. And if we don't say them, we are we, going to explode. Well, yeah. We blow up. <laughs> exactly. It's, this is actually, this show is actually a public service. <laughs> well, it's from us exploding. It, you it, know? It, it, what it is, is an exercise in survival for me and Danny. <laughs> so anyway, so from uh, Zeppelin three, the absolute, Absolutely gorgeous. That's the way, right here at 95.1 KYMN. Tiny flowers, but all the lives is born. 
Brownie-R. Yes, indeed. Brownie-R. That was Brownie-R stomp. That's how you There's pronounce it. There's no way that I'm ever going to pronounce it like that. Brownie-R. Well, no, no just, but it's Brownie-R. Okay, that's fine. I'm still... Brownie-R. I think... I, I, I kind of disagree. I, th- I do think it's Brownie-R, but I don't, I don't know. You know, Here, Here's the thing. <laughs> We're not necessarily I, I I looked that up on Google. I recorded it specifically for you. Wow, man. I don't I don't know if I should be like um you should be both. Okay, <laughs> you should be yeah. grateful and insulted. <laughs> yeah, I am both grateful and insulted. Um God. You're such a mean mean person. I, well, <laughs> and you're so you're you're also helpful because you're making me a better person. They keep telling me I'm really mean to you on the radio. No. You're yeah. making me a better person. I just I pronounce. I is am it dragging you over that line. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Well, we've definitely crossed many lines. We have. We have over. indeed. We have indeed. And you know what else we're about to do? What are we going to do now? We're about to cross the finish line. Oh, are we? <gasps> Look what I did there. Wait, there's another. That's right. It, the album has not ended yet. So, what are you doing? You're just looking at a clock. I, no, I'm not looking at a clock. I'm looking at the uh, at, at the. Um, I'm looking at the computer screen as we're recording this, and there's some really weird. We may have to re-record this, but I'm I'm just going to hope not. Okay, we're just going well, yeah. to keep going. <laughs> that was really. That's just a. Okay, this, that was this, really meta, is what that it was. was. <laughs> now Led Zeppelin Three, as we've said, is an mm-hmm. unusual album at the time when people were listening to it, and I guess the only way that we can be unusual about that is what we just did I there. I guess. I guess. So that was kind of an awkward, anyway, bizarre anyway. little thing. Um, so. That's just about going to do it for this edition of the Weekly List. If you like the show, you can podcast us. Isn't that cool? You can go to Google or iTunes or the Apple Music Store or uh, uh, Spotify or uh, uh, Stitcher or or, uh, TuneIn. I've had stitches before. And you've got all kinds of stitched up things on your wrist, too. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. That's because I'm cool, man. It, you are cool. I'm that cool. That's a cute wrist. Anyway. <laughs> you're such a jerk. <laughs> um, but you can podcast us. Yeah. You can subscribe to the KY. Go look for the KYMN podcast. You can subscribe. And you can have wow. the weekly list directly downloaded to you every week you know and now that we've all been in you and i have both been implanted mm-hmm. by government chips and yes, stuff like that i'm, I'm hoping that i can God. stream the podcast right through my chip wouldn't that be cool because yeah. you're, you're gonna be all 5g after this exactly right? well I, I yeah and at the same time i know that my dna is going to change mm-hmm. and i'm going to grow wings which i have always wanted to have mm-hmm. for a long time and mm-hmm. i can just fly around just, like a I'm, little dragon i'm just hoping i don't grow gills <laughs> Well, but then you can swim and be breathe underwater. I'd be like Aquaman. That would, talk to fish. That would be handy. You know, what's that guy's name? Jason Momoa. Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's gonna. I, he is a large man with many muscles, and he's gonna show up and pound on. Yeah, him. but my hair is longer. No, I, it's well, not. No, it's, it's probably not. But it's pretty close. It's kind of close. If you like the show, you can go find us uh, also on our program page at uh, kymnradio.net. Look under the weekly list. All the old shows are, are archived on there. Uh, you can go find us on uh, Facebook uh, where I uh, under the weekly list where I post every new show every Friday morning. Um, also, while you're on Facebook, give KYMN Radio a like, 95.1, the mm-hmm. one. 
Go um, to Imminent Breweries. And, and, yeah, and, and give Imminent Brewery. Brewery? Brewery? Imminent Brewery. Give it Imminent Brewery. Brew, it's, it's pronounced brewery. brewing. Imminent, oh, yeah, well, I was going to say Imminent Brewery. Uh, imminent Brewing. Brunyar. <laughs> <laughs> imminent Brunyar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we, this right. becomes well, the weekly you, tangent, I, I so go like Imminent Brewing on Facebook as well. Thank you very much, Danny. Question: yes. Okay, who's Roy Harper? He was a folk singer, wasn't he? Kind of a bluesy folk, yeah, folk kind of a bluesy guy. folk singer. And yeah. you know, they were like, I, did did they hang out with him around this must time? Have. And you know, yeah. so yeah, it, that was kind of the thing. Yeah. You know, they wanted to honor him and put him in one of the titles of the song. So the last track. On um, Led Zeppelin three is hats. It's hats off to Harper, but they've got parentheses Roy, Roy yeah, in the middle of it, right. and it's that's weird because normally you put the parentheses at yeah, the end, exactly, or at the know, beginning, or the beginning, you know, um, you know, like slight return or yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know, exactly. But hats off to parentheses Roy Harper. Any uh, final thoughts on Led Zeppelin three? Oh, that's that's tough. This is one of those records that it stands out. Like I said, it's a bridge to everything. Led Zeppelin is one of those bands that every album was a completely distinct and separate statement. That's true. And really the best way to think about Zeppelin is go through the evolution. Listen to Led Zeppelin 1 first, then listen to 2 then three and then four, which makes it very easy. You just if you, it's like Sesame Street. You count, and then after that, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, Thursday. You know, yeah. you, you go to Houses of the Holy and you work your way through all of those. And there's such a wealth of material, and they all change um, radically. And then when you get all done with that, listen to some of the live albums and really hear them stretch out. Especially How the West Was Won. That's a tremendous, very good album. Tremendous good live album. album. Yeah. And then their you know, reunion thing, Celebration oh, Day, Celebration ties it Day all is together. Phenomenal. I, I, so I, I remember when that came out, that was like the one thing that I wanted for Christmas was the DVD and that album. Yeah. And when it came out, I, I spent all of Christmas Day sitting there in front yeah. of the TV and going, yeah. Oh. Yeah. and the version of Dazed and Confused. He pulls out the he pulls out the violin bow, man. Yeah, bow. And I thought I was I just actually, gonna cry. I actually saw Jimmy Page do the bow solo when really? he, he after Led Please Zeppelin, tell me it wasn't Page and Coverdale that thing. No, it wasn't Coverdale Page, but okay. it was almost Was it bad. Coverdale Page, not it, Page Coverdale? It was Coverdale Page. That's because wrong. because it the the um just the syllables work better that way. Page Coverdale doesn't work as well as Coverdale Page. It's just I, it's, I suppose. It's 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 a it's a thing. Uh, no, he after uh, Zeppelin broke up, Jimmy Page and Paul Rogers from uh, Bad Company formed a, oh, a band called The Firm. Yeah, and I saw them uh, on their first tour for the, with, when they had the hit with Radioactive. Yeah, radioactive. That radioactive riff, I still use that as a as a guitar exercise. The really? yeah. yep. going back and forth. Yeah, I I that's a good warm up yeah. exercise. Just that little riff. Anyway, so they they were on tour and and page took like 15 minutes where he just shoot everybody else off stage and just played and like halfway through it he pulled out the bow and he did the bow solo yeah did was, the audience go completely lost ache? its yeah. mind yeah the i would imagine so lost its mind yeah, yeah. it was it, and this was 1984 85 i actually like to think of it as the last gasp of the 70s i could see that yeah i could see yeah. that that was that's the closest that show that's the closest I've ever been to, like the hedonism of of the nineteen seventies. It well, was crazy. Um, okay, so 
that's going to do it for us. I get, that's all I got. So hats off to you. Hey, Daniel hats, D. Off, hats off to you, and I learned how to pronounce Brunyar. <laughs> Brodyar. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys again next week. All right. See you. Peace.
Locally owned, independently programmed, 95.1, The One. This is Jeff Johnson. Join me for the KYMN Morning Show, weekdays 6 to 9, right here on your radio station, KYMN Northfield.